All content discussed on Music Helps is for educational purposes only and expresses the individual opinions of Nina Clark and Musical Walkabout and should not be construed as personalised medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your GP for any medical issues you may be experiencing. This entire disclaimer also applies to any and all guests and contributors on the Music Helps podcast. Well, hello and welcome to Music Helps, a joyful exploration of the myriad ways that music can support your well-being. So, dear listener, today you are joined by just me because we are going to explore a beefy topic. Today's topic is musical activism. And yeah, we're going to do a deep dive into what that term means to me. So I call myself a musical activist. It's part of, uh, I would say, some of the many hats I wear. One of them is a musical activist. And I think it underpins so much of uh, my work on both sides of my career as a founder of Musical Walkabout and also as a creative artist in my artistic life. So by musical activist, I mean quite a few things, which is why we're here today. It's why we're discussing this as a beefy topic. So in terms of uh, my own musical activism, I should first uh, acknowledge my own tremendous good fortune in terms of my access to music throughout my life. So as a young child, uh, our family had um, a piano in the home and this was something that was fostered as a safe space for experimentation and we were all invited to um, to own that instrument. Um, that instrument now lives in my home and, and that is, again, quite a privilege to uh, to have such a, a beautiful thing so close to hand. So I'll talk more about access in a minute, but I, I think it, it is really important. I am a musical activist because I have benefited from, uh, from birth because of my access to music and the way, uh, the way I've uh, always been encouraged to explore it by my loved ones, uh, my peers and my mentors. And so it is that ethos of encouragement and curiosity that is the sort of lifeblood of my musical activism. So firstly, I would say that uh, the clues in the title, activity, active. Activity for me means, around musical activism, means promoting opportunities for people to get involved with um, music. And that might be anything from, you know, uh, encouraging someone to, like we were saying, take up an instrument, uh, join a, uh, 
join a, a choir or a singing group, uh, turn up at an open mic and share their their spoken word poetry along with a musician accompanying them. You know, um, it could be absolutely anything. But in terms of those opportunities to be creative and musical, um, living as I do in Folkestone, I'm very uh, blessed to be surrounded by enormous opportunities at all times. Um, and the, I think, sticking point for most people uh, frequently is is not knowing that an opportunity exists. And, and that's really hard because, you know, we're all we're all doing the best we can in terms of promotion and marketing uh, events and and groups. But it's a it's a, a steep learning curve. And it's also, you know, whatever you have capacity to achieve. So in terms of uh, that idea of activity, promoting opportunities for people and then encouraging them and assisting where, you know, where required. If if, you know, if someone wants to attend something, if you are able to be of assistance, if you can be someone's musical buddy, that's a type of musical activism. Um, and sharing that musical journey with people. So I think that leads me on nicely to the idea of co-curation, which is, again, a, a real underpinning um, ethos within musical walkabout. And my all of my practices is the idea of collaboration and co-curation. So what that means is that... Um, the art is bigger than the sum of its parts, firstly, and and my music is uh, bigger than me. So, of course, I am its author and primary voice, but I want more people to to play into that. And I want and, and play is the operative word. I want to play with people. So when that comes to uh, musical walkabout projects um, and this podcast as well, that's a co-curated scene for me. I want to collaborate with our participants um, and and our our partners, and to really um, to really mean that requires conversation and discourse and uh, you know and feedback. So that is another way you can be a musical activist is to ask questions of people who are engaging with music and and see you know are their needs being met and is there more that they could contribute so co-curation um, promoting opportunities and in terms of activity I would say um, that idea of experimentation and curiosity that I was saying I was so fortunate to have been brought up in a, an atmosphere of. With, um, with music, there can sometimes exist uh, a strange um, liminal space or, or like a partition uh, that is um, subjective and, and perhaps is perceived by by some people as oh something I'm not allowed to get involved with because I'm not in inverted commas talented and I think the word I've discussed this in the past but I think the word talented is really complex and problematic and and exclusive and that's not uh, the musical world I want to live in and it's not the musical world I want to promote so experimentation and curiosity are kind of the enemy of uh, exclusion. So if you are able to um, 
perhaps be curious about what you might be able to achieve musically. And achieve, again, is a problematic word. How about curious about what it might feel like to play with something musically? That might be um, a, a safer space to, to explore your creativity. So with that in mind, this is a nice opportunity for me to talk about the musical eidoscope which is a tool that uh, Musical Walkabout, uh, my company, has yeah has dis- designed over many years and finally produced. <laughs> so, like a wheel of fortune, you'll you'll know the Musical Eidoscope through other podcast episodes. But we are we are now using this Musical Eidoscope in our sessions, and it's available to buy through our website. The idea of this is that we explore music with our participants in in a myriad way. So there's that kaleidoscope idea. And the curiosity um, approach is, is that not narrow. So we are going in with an open mind and not assuming anything about our participants and and perhaps ourselves as well. So I used to assume, oh, I don't like country music until I listened to it and played a bunch of country music and now I really like it. So, you know, we're always able to change our our world if we are prepared to experiment and be curious. So the Musical Eidoscope is a tool for that. Um, Enough product placement. So what else does musical activism mean? Well, I think really importantly, um, it means advocacy for me. So in terms of um, my musical activism, I am an an advocate for the benefits of music. So the benefits to our mental and physical health and well-being, the benefits to um, our social cohesion, uh, the benefits to our self-care and our creative and cultural expression of ourself um, and our communities. So I advocate for those benefits uh, at every opportunity and I uh, attempt to um, invite people into an experience where they can explore that. So your musical activism around the benefits of music might be different to that. And I'd be really interested to hear how you tell people about the benefits of music or how you experience those benefits yourself. So tell us in the comments below. Um, But yes, I advocate for the benefits and I also... Um, do my best to advocate for access and inclusion. So these um, two words, and actually equity is a really uh, important word to throw into this pot here. Um, this is, these are sure hot topic words, but also I, for me, um, the idea of access, inclusion and equity is again just like a really steep and vital learning curve so all all the time I attempt to evolve my practice to be more accessible uh, more inclusive and more equitable and I know straight up that I always have work to do on that front and and it's important work it's vital because if we aren't including everyone what's the point really. Um, So I 
make it my business to learn more about access, inclusion and equity. And I surround myself with people uh, with more expertise than me in this topic and a similar passion for learning about it. So I would make uh, strong mention of uh, Joe Freighter and confidants uh, in this uh, in this conversation. And it is my hope that they will be um, guests in season two of Music Helps. So I think the idea of accessibility, inclusion and equity is one that it's never going to be perfect but if we don't talk about it and if we don't look at our own practices and identify ways in which oh my gosh that's not inclusive uh, and and I, how can we do better and then co-curate with participants and audiences and communities and cohorts to learn about how you can do better if you don't do that it's it's stagnant. So uh, a stagnant scene benefits no one. So let's always be talking uh, and advocating for uh, access, inclusion and equity. I would say my musical activism also um, comes down to action. So action being slightly different to activity in the sense that this is then about actioning our ethics, so like we were saying about access, inclusion and equity, walking the walk uh, and acknowledging where work is to be done, um, as well as for me, I am very passionate about talking to talking to you and talking to anyone <laughs> who will listen about where change is required. So for me, uh, I think you know, as someone on the ground, as it were, uh, um, I think it's really important that these conversations happen in as many strata of our society as possible. And so in terms of uh, change, I, I'm talking about legislative change. So I can't, I can't think of a more damaging um, moment in uh, our music and culture's uh, history in our society recently as when music was removed from core subjects. And so I am passionate about reinstating music as a core subject. So we're talking about access again. Um, the reason for this is, let me go back to my, um, my own tremendous good fortune, which is I grew up with access to music. I had a healthy, thriving music department at the school I went to, Homewood in Tenterden. Um, and uh, a teacher, Miss um, Hopkins, from that, uh, she was Miss Adaiwasu, then she was Miss Hopkins, and now she is uh, Mrs. Pantelis. Um, uh, just an extraordinary woman who changed my life without question. And so without access to teachers like that, without access to a, a practice room that I was allowed to go in every day and play piano and sing songs with my friends, my goodness, we're going to tear the walls down with our rendition of Wilson Phillips. Without those, um, without that access, uh, because music was a core subject at that time, 
I would not be in this position. I wouldn't be talking to you now and I wouldn't have benefited from those myriad ways that music can uh, support our well-being. And I think, I think we can probably all agree that we need support. <laughs> our, our communities and our societies and our young people as well as our older people really require the support uh, and benefits of creative expression. So I'm passionate about the reinstatement of music as a core subject in our curriculum for our younger people, um, because otherwise music becomes a privilege of the financially entitled, and that's not okay. The end. <laughs> not the end of this podcast, but that is the end of that statement. Music cannot be just a privilege of the financially entitled. It must be accessible to all people. So the other legislative change that I would like to see uh, in our very near future is that um, establishing the new understanding that we all have, that is in the media constantly, that music's place um, in our lives and in the care sector is vital. And this must be reflected in its status within the sector, that this is something beyond entertainment. Of course, music is entertaining. And of course, musical entertainers are vitally important. But the place of music and how it is positioned within the care sector and therefore how it is budgeted for within the care sector and the legislation that allows budgets to be allocated to musical interventions. I think we are long overdue legislative change in this respect. The complementary status of music as a therapeutic intervention uh, alongside pharmaceuticals is not reflected in the budgets available to my clients or anyone I've spoken to in the care sector. So if we want that full benefit, if we want to implement real meaningful change for people in the care industry and people um, in, in care homes and it, participants and, and service users in that industry, then we need to implement a change of culture within our modern healthcare. And that starts with legislative change. So I have spoken at the House of Lords on this topic before, and it is my hope that I will get many more opportunities to talk about this and advocate for this and action this. Okay, I think we have, oh yes, 17 minutes. <laughs> That's more than enough time to delve into this beefy topic about musical activism. So I hope that you will let me know what you think about these comments and, and what you think about musical activism. Do you consider yourself a musical activist? I am uh, I'm a passionate musical activist and I hope that more people become musical activists and we talk about it more and we action our ethics in that way. So I will be coming back to you uh, next week with another special guest. Can't wait. No spoilers, not telling you who it is. But in the meantime... 
Please help us keep the music flowing by sharing this podcast with a friend. If you would like to know more about Musical Walkabout shenanigans, uh, then please check out our website, musicalwalkabout.com, and all of our billion Musical Walkabout social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, one day, maybe, we'll be on TikTok. So um, come and, oh, LinkedIn, come and check us out, say hi, and, uh, and let us know how music helps you. And in the meantime, we will see you anon. All right, toodles. Oi. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da